I'm Kaylin. And I'm Heather. And this is We Need Closure. We Need Closure. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need? We need closure. I have a super important question for you, Heather. Okay, as you know, it's April. We just passed maybe my least favorite, I'm going to put in quotes, holiday, which is April Fool's Day. I need to know, are you pro April Fool's? Are you not all about that stupid MFing holiday? <laughs> um, I'm all about it. No, you are yeah. not. You love a good prank. I like to prank people. I don't like to be pranked. Well, okay. Well, so. so I do think as we get kind of older, um, people forget about April Fool's. I hope so. And it's stupid and childish. You may not remember this, but in 2020, I thought it'd be really funny. Or maybe it was 2021. I thought when, when we were kind of in the height of the multiple offers and just n- low inventory, and oh, yes, yes, I posted on our like league Facebook page, yes. like four to five listings that everybody was looking for. Yes. Like, and I said, they all want to sell off market, like don't want to go to bidding war. Like, but I just. Like it was this too good to be true scenario and yes. people lost and their there was, mind. And yes. And I guess I didn't read the crowd that I like. <laughs> They didn't understand too that it was soon. a joke. Too and soon. some of them, a couple of them sent them to their actual <laughs> buyers. And I was like, so it was only on our page for like an hour. Cause I was like damage control, like just kidding, April fools. But some oh. people actually like sent, copied and pasted like, oh my God, Heather in our office has a four bedroom, oh, three bath in the God. neighborhood that she built for this. It's got a pool. Oh, it's no. $350,000. Like, like, and I was like, no, no, no. no. Like four unicorns just popped yeah. out of your listings. Okay. I remember so. that. I laughed really hard. I actually did like that. Cause to me, like nobody really got hurt now that I'm finding out well. the backstory. Sounds like I'm wrong. <laughs> yes. Sounds like some people did get a little disappointed. I just don't, I don't yeah. understand the act of it. Like to me, I'm not laughing at your expense. Yeah. I don't want you to laugh at mine. Maybe I take myself too seriously and I just need to like lighten up a little bit, but just me personally, not a fan. And I just had to know that about you. Yeah. I just like it because when you get older, people forget about it. And I think like, <laughs> just like, yeah. Like the but preg- I didn't do it last year. So and I didn't do it this year. So. Okay. Well, I'm just wondering, I was just wondering, cause like, like every I said, third year I do something cool. Okay. Everybody so, hates it. And then I take two. So years I should off. be careful. And next year yes. I should watch. Okay. Yes. I'll just be on my best. Watch be- your back. Watch my back. <laughs> if you announce that you're pregnant or something, I'll be like, she's full of it. Yeah. She's yeah. Yeah. Totally full no. of it. Um, so yeah, just watch your back next, like next year. God, I'm terrified. I'll do something. Okay. Um, I hate it. I hate it. Okay. You have something that I've haven't seen in a while, which is this, which is like a coffee from Starbucks. And I know. I have to know what it is. Let the me trash see that's here. in it. You mean? First of all, they got they spelled your name right. Well, because it's they? a mobile order. Oh, oh God, do you not know how to spell I my do, name? I do. I do. I struggle with it. I still <sighs> Hi, struggle with friends. it. Good because I know see two you. other Kaylins that spell it differently. It's, it's a lie. Too you much don't know any head. other. Kaylins. I know one other Kaylin. Okay, <laughs> and that is true. Okay, a grande blonde vanilla latte, oat milk. Blonde espresso, two pumps vanilla. Yeah, I straight sugar. Get it in my veins. I mean, it. I the between the the caffeine and the sugar, like I've got to have it all. Does that make you want to puke, or would you drink that? Puke. Okay. But what I love about the mobile order now is it takes away that anxiety of having to say all this stuff. For you can just sure. go online and be like, and just be like thanks versus being in line. Like I'll take a grande, two pump oatmeal, you- half the. <laughs> 
with frappuccino, but no frapp, mocha, you know. You can be your own little psychopath behind your phone. (laughs) No, I was, you know, I prefer my at-home latte, but it was too lazy and too tired. And when you said you were too lazy to make you one, I couldn't ask for one. I will do anything for you. I will make one after this. Okay. We don't have time for this chit chat, Heather. What are we doing today? We have like one of the most important guests we've ever had in our entire lives. And we're sitting here talking about crap. Okay. All right. Well, here we go, Heather. Today, we're having the best person ever named Jeff Anderson. He is co-owner of League Real Estate, where you and I hang our hats. Thanks, Jeff. Um, Jeff is originally from Houston and then moved to Kansas City. And then he went to college at K-State where he, like our good friend, Corey, continued to pursue a career in ministry, counseling, family counseling kind of world. Again, something you and I know nothing about, Heather, but we're very impressed with. (laughs) He then went on to be a social worker for several years, something you and I also didn't know about him, all to then lead to working for a builder in 2005 and making the absolutely brilliant decision to get his real estate license in 2008. Cannot wait to talk to him about it. Jeff lives currently in Alito with his beautiful wife and his four kids. And like I said, he started League in 2017, which again, thank the baby J mm-hmm. because that's why you and I are here today. So Jeff, thank you so much for being here. Oh Yay. my gosh. I'm so honored. Thank you for having me. Oh, we are thrilled. Been like a dream guest. A dream, been guest. Oh, a dream guest. I feel like the request has probably been out there since F1 yeah, yeah. and we just needed to like get on your schedule yeah. is basically what happened. Well, I feel very honored and I'm so proud of you both oh. because this is a huge undertaking. You both spent oh a lot God. of plates you both have very busy lives and the fact that you guys do this so well oh, consistently is really impressive. I can so. die happy now. Well, that's a wrap, people. We'll see you next <laughs> Friday. No, I, I really mean that. I'm not doing anything the rest of the day. Thank you, Jeff. That literally means the world coming from you because I know Heather and I have our own personal stories about how we met you and why mm-hmm. we decided to kind of follow you and remain <laughs> in this insane circus of an industry, which I think we're going to get into a little bit later. But seriously, thank you, Jeff. And thank you for being Absolutely. here. Okay, you do you do listen to the pod is what we've decided. Absolutely. Maybe not every single episode and maybe not all of an episode, but you do listen. Absolutely. So the way you know that you get on is you have to share a story with us before we kick off the rest of it. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and tell us what story did you bring today? Um, okay. So it's funny. I do feel like, you know, it's one thing I love about listening to it is that you kind of feel like you have these stories in the industry and then people come on and you're like, oh gosh, I've had, it wasn't the attic that Matt talked about, but I had the thing I saw in a house I want to forget. Oh, for sure. The squirrel. I've had the squirrel. Climb up your leg. I didn't kick it on a client, but I, (laughs) thankfully, because it was her pet she'd rescued. Oh my God. Whole nother uh, episode. So, but uh, okay. So my story is actually recent, and I'm still processing through it. Oh, and I love that we need closure because it's kind of a counseling kind of like hundred yes. so percent. I'm still so if you kind of see me having like a, a visual, like some kind of like PTSD. Kind of, yeah, a little, yeah. a little bit. So um, we are here for you. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. Yes, of course. I appreciate that. Um, so this is you know right now short term rentals are so much the thing of focus with all the regs changing in Fort Worth. So this is a um, staying in a vacation rental story. Okay. Kind of correlated to real estate, but it's recent. Okay. So over Christmas break, uh, Nikki, as I got closer, Nikki and I were like, let's go, let's go somewhere warm. And Nikki's like, I really wanted to go to Palm Springs for a long time. Fabulous. So we, but then we still more we talk about it. We're like, it's going to be so sad to be all the way that close to the ocean and not see the ocean. So what if we do half Palm Springs and then drive my brother's family lived in like Encinitas, Cardiff, 
Carlsbad, like North San Diego. So oh, like, let's brilliant. go, let's yeah. go over there. Love it. And they're not there anymore, but we'll, we could know that area. So yeah. let's go, you know, so we go to Palm Springs, stay in a vacation rental. That's an iconic mid-century modern oh. historic area. Go to do Joshua Tree. Like it's just so like go sometime if you haven't gone. They're it's just so, so cool. I know. No, like our I, have you heard our vacations? They do not sound yeah. like this. Well, this was okay. You the, did it wrong. <laughs> I won't go. We were rehabbing a house. This is super embarrassing. But we actually booked two iconic mid-century modern vacation rentals in Palm Springs. And that was the only downside of that vacation was trying to get refunded for the one. Oh so no. So that was that was a thing, but mm. That was actually not our drama on the trip. The drama okay. on the trip started when we left Palm Springs, and which is a beautiful drive from Palm Springs to the northern part of San Diego. But I don't know if y'all remember all the headlines in the news earlier this year. Like about mudslides the, and yeah, stuff? Yeah, so it's like, yeah. we go, we leave beautiful Palm Springs, and we arrive in San Diego area, and it is like monsoon weather. It oh is like God. really, really windy, rainy. And so we're like, well, this isn't, Beckett was super excited to surf, and we got a place right on the water. We're like, well, I don't know that we're going to be, I don't know if we're going to surf on this trip. <laughs> yeah. And that was like all he really wanted to do. Okay, well, oh. we show up at our vacation rental and it's very akin, um, it's an Oceanside and it's very akin to like a small TCU rental. Okay. Like, you know, like mm-hmm. charming, but old, but like it had not been updated. Yeah. We picture like kind of a little tutor or okay. something like that. And then we have bigger beach houses on both sides of us. Oh, but we're, oh. we're like, we're kind of we're like, the charming oh, I think that's ours. Oh, and it was oh. definitely one of those where like, wow, the pictures looked really like good. Like you got the magnifying glass out to make sure that was there. Yep. That's it. You're like, oh, I, I think, oh yeah, pipe back up. I think that's yeah. ours. So, <laughs> oh my so then we go check in and we're like, well, um, it's not what we thought. Oh, Some no. nasty mattresses. Oh my it's God. It's really kind of, it's almost one of those, like, is it too gross to stay okay oh I think we we've had that we've had to do that sometimes like really like you like, wish you had something to swab something just to make sure yeah. yes 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 it just it was and then the worst part of it all was that which we did not realize it was not disclosed is that it's a tri-level oh, street God. level is you know the first floor felt like a little thousand square foot living room two bedrooms kitchen bathroom but you had to go outside to get to the next level down. <laughs> Not attached internally. <laughs> to go to your like bedroom, you right. have to go outside. Like y'all could have never done that with kids because you've oh, been like, no, we have, like can't, but we have no, big kids. So nightmare. we're like, we put the two older girls with Everly <laughs> on the top floor. Beckett, which sounds really bougie, had his own flat the yeah. level, bachelor pad. but it was not gross it yeah. made up for not being able to surf <laughs> yeah I'm he sure. at least had space and then i was we were on the bottom level which is not you know you're we are feeling like and it's just pounding the wind so it feels oh, no. fun but then you're also it's a little ominous and the kids are way upstairs oh my but God. we just decide we're like you know what the vacation and nikki's still kind of grieving this whole like drama oh. with the double the double booking oh. so <laughs> And now she's really beating herself up. She's like, I booked two in Palm Springs. And I booked a bad one. And but bad I'm, like, Baby, one. I'm like, this is like God's, God is giving you the opportunity to invest in you forgiving yourself. Like, oh, you just gotta like, let I, it go. And, Jeff, well, I, mean, I mean, the way I'm, the team sort of handled this is totally different. <laughs> I'm envisioning what Dusty would have told me. Okay, oh, go ahead. The McKittrick's ahead. would have been out. Well, okay, so we go do a night. It's fine. We're eating great food. It's still stormy rainy, crazy, but it's all fine. Well, the next night, um, it's probably eight something and we decide we're going to play some games. So we've come back from dinner. I run from the top main floor <laughs> living area down two levels to grab something from the bottom level. And I lock myself out. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, but we're always locking doors. Cause it feels maybe a little, not as nice as some of the beach communities we've been in. Sure. Yeah, Safety is like a priority. So here. yeah. So anyway, so lock myself out, go back upstairs. Hey Nick, do you mind texting the owner and just seeing if there's another key oh yeah sure in the meantime i decide i'm going to see make sure 
there's no way to get in. You go check the windows. What I are you, Matt Lewis? I grab a knife from the kitchen <laughs> and I try to pick the lock on the bottom floor. <laughs> and I didn't, not like, not like destroying anything, <laughs> but it's also cold and I'm wearing gloves and I have a hoodie oh, on. Jeff. And a knife. And so a knife. many things. So I, and then I go back up and I'm like, babe, I can't, I've checked the windows. I tried to pick the lock. It's totally, she's like, oh, I heard back from the landlord. There's a key out front. Okay, go oh, get great, the key. Cool. I go down and lock it. Okay, so this is the story is I'm going out the front door to put my key back, put the key back in the lockbox. And I've never had this. If you've been in a car wreck and I felt like I had more reaction time, <laughs> zero reaction time. I go to open the door and step out quickly and six police oh officers are on the front porch. Jeff. And before I can even, and I kind of come out like I'm on a mission to put the key up, before I can even think or see or respond, my arms are thrown in front of me. Oh my God. We're thrown down on the ground. Oh my God. And by <laughs> this huge officer. It was horrible. really, I mean, and so, and then the kids are all there getting like with the oh game and they sit and they scream and then oh the my God. slams the door closed trying to get the perpetrator criminal separated from the poor family that has been. I, my, I, I have no words. My head is in my hands. Jeff, okay, are you kidding? I had kidding? heard something like this happen. I hadn't heard the real story from you. And I'm like, oh. You have so much to unpack and your family's right now. just watching and this And the family's unfold. watching this and then. Oh, the and it's, sweetest it's like man in the world the officer, is getting arrested. Well, and the officer is like, you know, there are six right on top of me and <laughs> the door's closed. And I, in my mind, I'm like, is this a dream? Is this a prank? Like, are these guys just dressed this up? This is an April Fool's gone. Are, are these criminals? Are, I, have? Yeah. I, mean, I really was like, I can't even make sense of what's going on right now. Oh, and then, but I'm hearing them say like, yeah, he fits the description. <gasps> and then they're like, so you get, like, you get up, get your coat off, get your gloves off. Oh. get your." And I'm like, yeah, yes, sir. I mean, I'm just like, I just... Flooding. Oh my God. And they're like, what's in your hand? Open your hand. Oh. I'm like, oh, it's the key. I'm returning it to the lockbox. Oh and God. they're like, so I feel like I kept trying to explain. And it was, and they got a statement for each one of the kids. And then I felt like oh, 15 to 20 minutes later, God. they finally are like, okay, I think we need to go talk to the neighbor. I think there may have been a misunderstanding. I'm like, you're like, well, I did have a, I did have a knife in my hands. <laughs> I did have a hoodie on. <laughs> I was wearing gloves and I was trying to break in. So that's actually all true. Yeah. But. And I did. Not have the knife with me when I was going out the front door. Thank God. <laughs> Thank and God. I also, You're like, what's in your hand? And I also didn't. Um, oh, oh, they also God. were like, "Oh, you're lucky. The canine guy was almost here." <gasps> Jeff, I, I you may dead. not be sitting here right now. No, I mean that could have been. This is the wildest story that has ever been brought on this no, podcast. I, don't know about that. I wish we had that bad boys, bad boys. Yes, she kind of too that we could play right now because, like, yeah, you as this criminal being thrown down is I, like I don't know what's yeah. more ironic: the fact that you are in real estate, you probably owned maybe some short-term rentals. I don't mean to make that assumption. You obviously own rental properties. There you are trying to break into this property just out of earnest, right? Trying to get back in or that the nicest, kindest man that literally has two degrees in like ministry was just body slammed to the ground by six cops. I don't know which is worse right now. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm totally okay. okay I, I can talk about it. I'm talking about it. The best, so I- he finally is like, hey, there's kind of high crime here. We took this really seriously. So that's why we kind of came across like we did. And they're like, everything's fine. Y'all enjoy your evening. And I'm like, oh. well, sir, with all respect, like knowing there's high crime. We'd like to get the hell just, out yeah, of we're, here. We're out of here. We're yeah. out. I yeah. don't, my kids aren't even like in the same dwelling that we are. Like, no, we, we might as well go. be in three oh. different places. So he goes, well, that's fine. Do whatever you want. And I was like, okay, well, we're going to check out. So I go to my, I mean, and we're all just in shock. And it was great. We found a hotel close by. We processed it that night. It was actually a real bonding thing for our family. But the oh, next day, Jeff. I'm at the hotel and this guy who's working there is like, so what brings y'all here? Oh, like, well, funny story. <laughs> well. Actually, I'm like, we actually were staying in a vacation rental right over there and blah, blah, blah happened. He goes, dude, no way. I literally 
got off work last night and I took off and I was driving right by there, but I had just lit up a joint. So I turned around and I'd stopped driving that way because I saw all those cop cars. I'm like, well, I'm glad you're driving high while I'm being while almost arrested I'm being for just, staying. Just trying to get to game night with my family. Oh my that God. sounds like out of a movie that would happen. Out like- of a movie. Jeff, I want to apologize. Why? I mean, I don't know who. I don't know on who whose behalf, but that is literally <laughs> devastating and also funny. And I'm so glad yeah, you're sharing it with no. us. It gave me empathy. It gives you empathy for the plight of the poor landlord that <sighs> was like, he was great with refunding us the rest of the time, but he lost out on people staying there and <sighs> felt bad for the neighbor who has who to live in an area where there's crime. Even though <sighs> I'm like, we've already been there for a while. Surely you kind of, but it was, stor- it was like stormy, just whatever. Oh, the whole thing and then the officer's like, I felt so victimized, but at the same time, I'm like, they have to make quick decisions. And I'm like, I, I was processing with Jake and he's like, that we have to do that all the or had to do that all the time. Jake being a current agent with League, who was a former police officer, right? Which is a great person to go talk to and work oh. through, yeah, work through I got this some with. Perspective from him. Oh my God, Jeff, I don't even know how to keep going right now. Like well, I'm going to be thinking about this story and telling everyone I know, unless you don't want me to. Well, everyone's well, going to hear it right now. <laughs> Should I not? Should we cut that story? No, 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 no. It's the no. best story ever. Oh my God. I mean, I, I may have a criminal record in literally. Yeah, you might. I don't yes. Know. You need to be careful before you go back. Uh-huh. So we've learned a lot of lessons here is what I'm hearing. Like maybe we're going to do a little bit more research on the, on the VRBO, or maybe we're going to do hotels moving forward. I mean, I don't know. What do you think? I still feel like I've not broken and entered as much as Matt has. That's true. Yeah. So I am that's feeling fact. a little better about myself. Yes. I actually, you guys are like one for one in my book right now <laughs> because when he broke in to go see if the woman, was it the pig, Heather? Yeah. Was it to go see if well, the woman had the pig? To get her rent paid, I think. Yes. To, to serve oh, her that that's notice. Right. To serve her the notice. Yeah. You guys are, Dusty, you guys Dusty's are. Dusty's broken one. into several houses as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I feel, I mean, I was in a house this week when the alarm was going off and oh. I'm like, oh, and you're like, well, I guess well, let's just I'm look sure through it. Well, now I'm sure you get a little have... bit more like, <gasps> oh, oh yeah. It, it is a little more. Am I going to get tackled? Yeah. I, I literally, Jeff, thank you so much for sharing that. I, I'm, that's going to haunt me for a while. And I also am going to tell everyone I know, like I said. So <laughs> this is perfect. Okay. The other reason that we wanted to have you on today, God, I can't get over that story, y'all. I'm just going to sit here and shock the rest of the episode. But the other reason we wanted to have you on, you have been mentioned countless times on this podcast. Yes. And if, and if you haven't listened to those episodes, I'm just going to make you like a little montage of all the yes. times we talk about Jeff. Did you hear Corey say like, yes. we want bracelets about what would Jeff do? Okay. In the least sacrilege way, way, please, please do not hate us for that. But the reason that we want to have you on is I personally know I have literally learned so much from you in Mm. this business. And I joke with Heather all the time that when I'm in a transaction and it's going a little sideways or a little hairy, or I feel kind of my blood pressure rising, I literally think about if you guys were standing there watching me do this transaction, like how would I handle myself? And I just because I never, I want to make you guys proud and I never want to disappoint. I never want anything to get back. That's like this league agent was not acting in the league way, basically. Heather doesn't feel that way. Heather's just blowing and going over there. She's doing fine. But, but that's the one of the reasons we want to have you on is Heather and I, in this last kind of crazy couple years of dealing with wild real estate transactions, have endured so many, what I'm going to say, like harried situations, right, Heather? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it's like, how do we get through those? And every single time we watch you with such elegance and grace kind of handle very, very tough situations. And we're like, 
like, we got to get him on and we got to talk about how he is so great at that. And also, I have nothing prepared on this end, Heather, but we did want to touch on the Enneagram thing. League recently had everybody take that Enneagram. Am I saying that right? I, I was just about to say, you even said it wrong. So. I literally <laughs> said it wrong. How do you say it? Well, I think it's Enne. I don't know. <laughs> you said Enneagram, I think. People have decided that I'm Enneagram. not just an idiot. It Enneagram. might be my dialect. Like, because <laughs> everyone's blaming me on the fact that I'm from Nebraska and I'm going to go with that. They're like, maybe you just don't yeah. know because yeah. you're not from here. How do you well, say that word, Jeff? Enneagram. Okay, see, Enneagram. we're going to go with that. But we wanted to tie that in a little bit, just given like what your personality is and how you navigate other personalities versus kind of like what Heather and I are, blah, blah, blah. So basically, I want we want some tips. And I think we want some tips for the listener too. Are you ready for that? Are you okay with sure, that? Sure, let's do it. Okay, perfect. So <laughs> in a real estate transaction, when you realize you've got like a personality on the other side, what is your strategy in approaching that? And please, please, please be honest. If you're like, Kellen, I don't have a methodology. Like I don't, I just kind of go one-to-one. Like be honest with us too, but I, I need to learn a lot. And so does the listener. So how do you approach those situations? With the other agent? With the other agent. I mean, I think that, um, I mean, obviously you're two professionals. It's not like you're about to be best friends or this is, you're forging some long-term relationship. Right. But I do think that you are going to be working together and it, a lot of it, I think, is just trying to establish rapport. Yeah. And so, I mean, you know, there's all types of people in the world. And I think in some personalities, in some combinations of people fit better than others. But yeah. I think being able to go, okay, th- with this person, to the degree I perceive them and know them, just trying to move, start off building the rapport. And I think sometimes it's hard because something can kind of bristle you or you can go, gosh, that's not, yes. not like liking this. And the, but trying to just like build rapport and then also not allow some of those agent uh qualities that may not be your favorite influence maybe if it's multiple offers or because because ultimately that's the terms yes you know so no you've you've brought up an excellent point actually so so i guess what you're describing is a really good point you have a listing let's say and you've got five offers and you've got four pretty nice agents and you've got one prickly pear but that prickly pear has the best offer is that kind of what you're getting to? Yeah. Like not letting it affect you and looking at the facts for what they are. Well, and reading, cause you may go, oh gosh, this type of agent you can just tell is going to be very challenging to pull through the option yes, period because yes. of the way they approach it. Or you may just be like, you know what? They're not like, it's hard. Cause I really like working with agent, you know, yes. Heather brought me this offer. She's offered number five. Um, but, but also just having to be like, okay, I've got to do what's best for my client. And just realizing like, we're not, you know, Heather and I may or may not get to work together in this, but we're still going to be friends. And it's, you know, it's not, I mean, ultimately trying to do what is best for. Yes. Do you feel like your background in some of these degrees that you have in ministry and counseling has added to that? Or was there someone else in your life who's like influenced your ability to do this? And I just wonder because I often over communicate because I felt like I grew up kind of in a family that communication was not great. And I felt like, okay, in order for us to not have conflict, we need to communicate better. This has just always kind of been my strategy, probably to a fault, like, oh my God, Kaylin, quit talking, you know? But I just, I, 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 your demeanor is so calming and you're so welcoming. And I just wonder, do you, where do you think that comes from? I'm getting deep. Um, I mean, I do think, I do think something that was real formative in starting league, and I think it influences the way I go about my business a lot is, um, being involved in ministry stuff where you're, you know, you're ultimately wanting to have a positive spiritual influence on someone, but, you know, but, by, but you're, but you're, you know, you're the way you're approaching it and your motivation is very much just to love them and build the relationship and establish rapport. 
And I think and that's what we do as agents as we go in and we're like, okay, whether it's the other agent or it's the, the client, we're, you know, investing in, you know, trying to be, treat them well, um, treat them with, you know, character and kindness and, um, and service and, you're saying it's like, it's so easy though. I guess that's like the other thing. I mean, Heather, do you agree? It's, it's like, it comes so naturally to him and yes. I have to like check myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's like looking at me I mean, like, I missed no, you talk a little while ago. You're so fantastic <laughs> yes. at the way you handle yourself. So I, okay. But to me, to short. me, you literally like it, to me, it's top of mind. You, you know, like it's literally going to come off your tongue naturally. And I have to stop and think and like bite my tongue for a second and then be like, okay, like we're going to be, we're going to get through this, yeah. you know? Well, and maybe he had to do that. We just don't know. <laughs> I know that's, so that was going to be my next question. Like, what is your advice for either new agents getting into this? Cause something Heather and I talked about recently was when either maybe we were baby agents or we've talked about a few other people that we've run into that they come out like right out of the gates and that they're going to be tough and the way they're going to negotiate is going to be tough guy and da, da 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 And it's like, so what would be your advice for maybe that new agent or even the seasoned that are still trying to figure out like how to be very successful in this? Yeah. I mean, I think like we actually had a training in the office. I can't remember even who came in, but basically it was on negotiate. It was on like, you know, cutting edge negotiation skills or something like that. And I'm like, ultimately this is all just good communication skills. It's right. like the same thing that makes Nikki and I's marriage better. Right. At, you know, communicating. It's like, if you think if you bring those same, you know, seek to understand before being understood, you know, just all of the things that you're like, these help any relationship, they play out well in the real estate dynamic. And as an agent, I mean, you know, we're like between, this um, human being and this like very expensive thing they're going to live in. Yeah. And so, I mean, you're like yeah. between all of the mess and beauty of, of this person and also like this very important, probably most expensive thing they've ever purchased. Yes. And it's the most, one of the most important things in their life. And we're in the middle of that. So we get to see and experience. And I think realizing what well, we own the process and we can only control us and I think what the advice I'd give a young agent is don't take anything personally. It's really oh, not okay. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. No, that's one we're still learning, aren't we, Heather? Yeah. Me personally. It's always hard. <laughs> it it is. feels personal. It does feel personal. And it only takes time and experience, I think, to really start to feel like, okay, like I've only, I've done so much. I, I can't do anything else. And I think when another agent might be a personality, I like the way that you're kind of saying that. Um, <laughs> it's all PC here. Yeah. Is it's really easy. I've noticed sometimes that I've had to kind of you know, watch how I am because I can easily kind of get, they can bring me up to a level that I'm usually not. I'm right. usually pretty calm right. and that's kind of my demeanor. But if I'm dealing with an agent that's high stress, high anxiety, like, you know, I sent you an email, you know, I tend to, it gets me going. Wound up. Wound up. And then I can be snippy towards them or I can kind of, you know, so I have to, I have to have learned to kind of like, you know, understand that that's maybe how they work. That's not really how I work and that's Okay. And not let them get me all riled up about this possible totally. major problem that I know is probably not a major problem. But Absolutely. I have to be careful because I can get like, oh, this is a big problem. <laughs> Just a little psycho. Yeah, yeah. I, I can easily do the same thing. I found that it's so interesting having come from a different brokerage um, who, who was lovely and very calm and kind personalities as well. But I think I was like some of these other baby agents we're talking about where I, I came out of the gates thinking I needed to be a certain way. And what I think is so funny is over the years, and especially having my name associated with league, I've got people that will call and be like, oh, I know we've never done a deal together, but I'd love to. Because every time 
time we chat, it's great. And I'm like, I'm getting so much further with that, which is really who I am anyways, not the persona that we feel we need to be. But I'm getting so much further with that that I'm like, why wouldn't we stick with that? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm, this is a bold statement. And this is like very, you know, like, who do we think we are? But I'm hoping that League is like influencing that in our little area, because I know you've heard this and can probably speak and I'm pointing at you, Jeff, can speak to all these different examples, but the amount of times we hear like, oh, I'm just so glad it was a league agent, or I'm just so glad there's league on the other side of this because we wouldn't have been able to get it done. What a compliment, mm -hmm. right? Can you speak to that at all? Yeah, no, I feel like we had, we had an agent one time that was looking at, he actually has joined us now, but when we were talking, he goes, okay, I am really interested. He goes, I feel like league agents do business the Fort Worth way. Oh, and I was like, yeah. oh, I like that. I feel yeah. like that could almost be like coin. New tag yes. Someone so, put it in a marketing material. I know, right? Yes. Go, you go. <laughs> but I feel like there is a, it's <laughs> like, it it's not league. We didn't start it. Right. But I do feel like we try to align under this genuine sense of like, we're going to do business and like, you can trust us. We're going to be ethical. We're going to yeah. keep our fiduciary duty. We're going to do all the things that really every agent should do, but some get away from. Like, oh, sure. We're going to keep that held up high. And I don't, not so arrogant to think like we started it. I think we're benefiting from some really great agents that have gone before us and some that are active in the industry now, some that have retired. But I do feel like not everybody has that bedside manner. And yeah. so us being able to like hold that high and people know like, oh gosh, well, if I do take Heather's offer, I know Heather's going to, yeah. you know, she's this is how she's going to conduct herself through the transaction. Totally. Mm -hmm. So the next thing on our questions is, so Jeff, you and I know that Heather is fantastic in social media and kills it and like does all the dances and all the funny things. Heather, you did one the other day that Taylor was laughing out loud. Again, if I hear one more time, no, I'm kidding. But so Heather, I know you wanted to talk to him about like, basically you guys have kind of different strategies yeah. in this, but I mean, you had a great question about that. Yeah. I mean, like- how do you say this kindly, Heather? How do I say this kindly? <laughs> I know. And I did say that. I was like, how do I kindly say that your social media game is weak? Um, <laughs> but I would argue, like, obviously, top producer, well-known in the community, you know, do a lot of business, have done a lot of business. But you don't, you're not on social media. Like, you might. You well, I'm on social you're media. You're on social media. I'm just, sorry. My rhythms compared to yes. yours. Right. Are lacking. So I would, I would guess that maybe, you know, it's not even a strategy. It's who you are. That the real, and that since I've known you, you've always talked about how important relationships are in this business. And like, yes, you can post a video that, you know, 400 people will see in, in your sphere and they'll think it's funny, but maybe you might take somebody to coffee and like truly have this more one-on-one -on -one experience and they get a lot from that and tell their friends about Jeff or, you know, I don't know. I'm curious if you even have a marketing strategy because I, it's not a strategy for me. It's like, I mean, do what like, I want. I do what I want. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to delete some stuff sometimes. I'm like, just kidding about that. Um, but how do you like, uh, do you have any sort of strategy? Like, I'm just curious because I do look up to you and how, how much business you've done, but just <laughs> look up, but I look down, <laughs> but I look down. Yeah. Yeah. But just know, like, what is you, have you, do you, have you ever thought about that? Like, how do I want to like, you know, stay top of mind to my friends, to my clients? Like what's my strategy? And for everybody, it's not social media. Like, you know, you don't do a lot of open houses. I don't think. Um, so how, how do you, you kill it yeah, without being a fool on yeah. social media? <laughs> Thank you, Kaylin. <laughs> well, I, I do think that, um, for those of us as agents that are at league that are not active, super active social media wise, we do get to ride a little bit on the amazing 
social media machine that Luke has built. Yeah. For sure. So, I mean, I do feel like people all the time are like, I saw that. Oh, that's great. Like, I hear so much positive feedback with social media. It probably makes me a little less um, because I feel like so many of my relationships are watching our brokerage our, yeah. one. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's but true. I do, um, but you're right. My I And mean, I sometimes I'll get, if you ever have Luke on, you should ask him this about me and see yeah. what he says. So it'll probably be. He's next. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Put him on the queue. But I did have, you know, sometimes I do feel like, and this is not, I really respect and, and I would totally like go, hey, Heather, we run my social media. Like, if you want, if you're interested, let's do this. Yeah. Um, want another job? Great. Okay, good. But I, uh, I do, like I've had, I remember the first time I had um, a closing and I had a, a woman at the closing table and it was right when it was starting where people were starting to take pictures with clients at closing and celebrate the moment together. And I asked this woman, I'm like, hey, would you care if I take our picture? And I just, I won't, you know, say anything you're not comfortable with, but just say, hey, so, so, so excited, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, oh, Jeff, I actually, if you don't mind, the truth is I actually was working with a different agent years <gasps> before and you guys are social media friends. And honestly, I think I feel really uncomfortable. I didn't have the conversation with her, but I just didn't, I didn't want to. And I was like, oh gosh, I'm so glad I asked you. And I think there's a part of my, it's not saying yeah. it's better, yeah. but I think, I do feel like people hire us with right. this, like, it's mix of going, I want to know that you're busy and you're successful and you're doing stuff. So you're competent to handle my stuff, but I also want you to handle my stuff and not confidentially talk about it with the, yes. yes. Right. And not everybody has different levels. I'm I with you. With I do too. I really it's do. Hard, yeah. Yeah. Now, now, that's not like a firm conviction that's the reason my rhythms are awful, but mm-hmm. it is does influence the fact that I am more cautious about what I put out there. <sighs> Dang it. I'm gone. I'm no, off. It's, I'm not saying it's better. Off. I think a lot of your audience loves, because you're so fun on there. And, Hilarious. I and, tell you this so, all the time. Anyways, okay, Don't this change is, a thing. This well, is, but the closing day picture like <laughs> is always awkward anyway, <laughs> and it's kind of like I, I've never thought. I mean, I've started asking people like, um, is it okay if I post it? And some are so yeah, excited. Awesome. Yes. But that's a really good point. Cause it is such, it can be such a, um, it's not always so happy. A lot of totally. it is they're moving cause they have to, mm-hmm. maybe it wasn't the best situation. Like those, it's I don't, I'm not no like closing what. day and it's. Yes. And we're maybe not celebrating. Right. I have a similar background. I used to literally teach groups of people how to not lose their job because of social media. And so I have this total love hate with social media and I'm kind of the same way. I'm like, well, would I want somebody to plaster Mm -hmm. that all over it about me? So I'm, I'm just as conflicted maybe as you are. And that's why, I mean, Heather knows like it takes an act of God to get me to do a selfie or something else like that. Cause I'm also just like, I don't think people are that interested in what I'm doing. And yet I started a podcast. So there is a part of it that doesn't match up. So I, I hate the social, but I love the talking part of it, I guess. Yeah. Okay. So before I get into some of these other questions, kind of like about the future and what you guys want to do with league and everything like that, I want to back up a little bit. Okay. I do want to know more about how you got into real estate. I We talk all the time. I mean, are there little kids out there going, I want to be a real estate agent? I do, We don't think so. And <laughs> it's just one of those careers that often happens for people, I would argue, later in life or their family had to be in it. But I don't think anyone's just like graduating college being like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go sell residential real estate. So I want to know more about that from you. And I also want to know what it was like getting your uh, license in 2008. Because I think that so many of our agents have joined in such a weird time. Mm -hmm. And any words of encouragement or even just like the the truth, I would love to hear. Yeah. So I love my early days. I mean, you know, it's, you kind of like launch into life and you get this degree and I was going to getting my counseling degree. Cause at that point I thought, thought I wanted to do counseling. So, but fast forward and I've gotten my degrees and I'm getting most of my counseling hours. Um, 
the social work stuff I did was very kind of high burnout. So mm. I think, like, oh, I'm sure. So I really was just like, I want to do something in something that's unrelated just to clear my head. And I figured it would be six months or something. Sure. Or not, I mean, maybe not six months, but not a long-term thing. Um, <clears throat> but then I just discovered I loved it. And I mean, I loved every aspect of it. I loved the interaction with people and the, and, uh, work for Clarity Homes um, when I first started. And at that point, and they may still be like this, but at that point it was very like, oh, great. Okay, let's alter this on the plan. Let's go. Okay, you like, oh, y'all want to do this? Like it was very- Customizable. We got to customize at a very good price point. Oh, nice. And so that was really fun to do with people. <clears throat> and I enjoyed all of that. And then as the market really tightened in 2008, I um, just was like, I think I want to try being a real estate agent. We had three little kids. I mean, I can't oh. have like literally. Like, I think I'm gonna get into a not a not a consistent paycheck. And, like the market is crashing, and I have a family to support. Like, where do you get the bravery to do this? I don't know that you know who really is the that Nikki. Really, like the fact that she's like, okay, let's do it. Like she's just come alongside and supported whatever crazy thing I did in the moment. And she, I mean, wasn't you? She easily could have been like, hey, honey, like I helped put you through school. Like I was working <sighs> as a social worker too. I mean, she was like, nope, let's do it. Uh, but I knew I had probably nine months before I'm like, I have to call it quits and go do something. Yeah, like, like a trial run, Yeah, if I you mean, will. we have enough money to to hold us for a bit. Yeah. But we, this is not going to be a long-term thing. And I remember starting off in 2000, it was like October maybe when I first, I think I maybe had my first, uh, it was actually a really sweet couple from Utah. Uh, my first transaction bought a house on Wild Plum. Okay. okay. And they very different than my first transaction. <laughs> well, go ahead. I had all sorts <laughs> in the following trains, but anyways, and then they quickly decided, or something happened job wise, and they weren't coming. Oh, so it was my a it was God. a help by side transaction, and then turned into a listing like almost oh. within a month or something. So they were actually my two first transactions. Oh, you um, jumped in feet first, but it was a huge blessing. I, I, mean, I often look back and like I don't know if they had not. But then I had, you had more than I had agents being like, you're going to kill it. You're so good. And like, no, I actually am not making enough money to yeah. support my family. This is actually not going to work <laughs> you're gonna out. You're going to kill it. I, I am. And the market, I mean, everybody was scared to death in 2008. Was, Nobody, yeah. everybody still was pulling to death, everything close to the chest. Yes. So. But I mean, it, then it started, um, just then it started getting traction and, and I loved it. And I think also working for a builder, I think the combination of the counseling background and the ministry and then mixed with with the rhythms that I learned in new home sales. Cause it's like, you get their information and you call them up and you fall, you, a lot oh, of, there was like, a sales yeah. aspect there was to that. It. I don't, not a salesperson right. naturally, but that, I did learn some habits that yes. I didn't have before that. Cause I wasn't building my private practice with any kind of like, Hey, do you, and yeah. do you guys want to come in for, you know, so <laughs> no use car salesman <laughs> tactics here. You guys having some marriage problems? Come on in. <laughs> I see it in your eyes. Uh, well, I think that's so fascinating because just again, after having talked to Corey or some other people about what they did before this, personally, Heather and I were both in marketing before this. So that does tend to le you know, yeah, lean yeah. into how this could easily, we market ourselves, we market the houses, like that makes sense. But to see you guys with your backgrounds in just like counseling, listening well to others, hearing their grievances. I mean, I've made it very clear on this podcast that I have called you crying before because I didn't know what to do. And luckily you reassured me that I I was doing everything right, which was the sweetest thing in the world. But I, I and Corey's the same way. I walked in and saw him yesterday in the league office and I spilled my guts to him within the first 30 oh, seconds. Yeah. And I looked at him, I said, why do you do this to me? <laughs> and, but Corey's going to start charging you. He 100% <laughs> is. Block. 
Yes. And, but I, you both have that quality that's like, oh, I can just talk to you. And I know that's how mm. your clients feel with you guys. So again, still trying to learn that one over here. If I would just zip it for a sec. Um, okay. So the next question, when we had Matt on, we talked a lot about like why you guys started league and all that. What I want to ask you is what's your vision for league moving forward? And again, Jeff, you know, this, we, we very much don't make this like a league podcast by any means, but we can't not talk about our favorite thing, right? Heather, mm. like it, it is what it is. No, but so I want want to know like what is your vision moving forward I mean it's funny we get that kind of question off what do you, what's your goal in five years what do you guys want to be in 20 years what do you want it to look like and I just we'll even do strategic planning meetings and be like oh yeah that topic <laughs> we want to like sit on that for a little bit do anybody have any great ideas we're gonna come back to that one but it's I, do, I feel like we're in a really healthy place because we started it with the very same ambitions we have today that I think we'll just have which is like okay we just really want to consistently grow we want to not I mean, we want to st- hold high creative innovative media you know, try to do what our competitors are doing and hopefully even a little better in our market and just continue to push there. And then we want to also take the cultural piece and just be like, let's be really intentional about the agents. We don't think we're the bomb. We're not exclusive, but we really do try to be very curated with who we bring on. Try to like, okay, so let's bring in a newer person. Okay, let's bring, but I feel like everybody, there's a quality of the agents we have that like both of you that are just like genuinely um, kind, loving people that are going about this. We don't have... Um, and it's a business it's, it's, we're doing, you know, we obviously, you know, income is significant to everybody there, but, but it's not about the money. It's not right. about transaction counts. It really is about our agents loving people well, regardless if they're buying a very expensive luxury home or they're, you know, selling a very inexpensive lot somewhere. And it really is about just treating everybody the same and loving them well. So. Yeah, I would say when I came from a big, big name power team, and it was all about numbers, that's all I knew. I mean, every week we were competing against each other for who had the highest sales, who made the most phone calls, you know, where are we this month on that? So that's where I came from. And I was, to be honest, like struggling, like, do I, can I make this work? Um, and joining league and that, that culture and that idea of putting people first and then the business will come, if you will, like has just like completely not only changed my quality of life, but my business. And I had to put a little faith into that because I was like, wait, what? The first meeting I went to, I think I've told y'all, like the first meeting I went to at League, I was like, we used to have to have, <laughs> have I told you this? I, the listener has not heard it, oh, but I need to hear we it. We used to at every meeting have a red and a green marker and we have to go up to front of everybody and do our our sales in a green if we Stop. hit our our goal, which our goal was like, what, what was that based off of? Like yeah, nothing yeah. or it in red if we didn't. <gasps> and if we got it in green, we got to spin a wheel, oh. like a prize wheel. Cause you were on the prices, right? So when I came to league, I was like, where's the wheel? Everybody was just like, <laughs> how can we encourage each other? How's this going? Anybody, you know, are you struggling with something or do you, let's talk about these listings that we have. It was so just a like not, doing, it was not traumatizing. Yes, but yes. I, I was kind of like, oh no, like what did I get? Like this is great and fun, but it's like we're just having coffee and chatting. But I trusted it and the the people, and it it's just changed my business like three sixty. Yeah, like it wasn't just holding hands and singing kumbaya. Like it yeah, actually right. Had it actually some has some strategy in the media and all that. Yeah. Um, do I have time for one more question? Yes, you do. Are Absolutely. we jumping around? Which I do love because I, I feel like it. you keep us, like even recently in a meeting, it was some ideas were being thrown out and you're like, well, you know, some of those motivational oh, yeah. efforts can backfire <laughs> yeah. and make people feel reduced to, you know, I mean, I think that's so, you I bring know. a, gra- it's, you know, I hate that you had that experience, but it also. 
It made me stronger. Jeff. It made you stronger. <laughs> what doesn't what kill doesn't you kill makes you, you stronger. <laughs> yes, I do come into it with a little of that PTSD we talk about a lot because I'm like, as soon as I hear, start hearing about, but it's good. Friendly competition is good. Yeah. And I am my, I compete with myself more than anybody else. Like I'm, you know, but. Uh, I yeah. think that's the, I was going to say, I think as long as you have the intrinsic motivation and you kind of just understand, like I'm in it to win it, that's going to be almost, that's enough for me. I don't yeah. need somebody breathing down my neck, like telling me what to do. I'm like, listen, I got it. I'm already hard enough on myself. Yeah. Heather, I want you to ask your question. Well, but, before we oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, in addition to your story, I was literally sitting in a meeting yesterday with other league agents, helping each other talk about how they got leads. And I was physically yes. sitting there going, where else on earth is this yes. going on where people that are in the same profession in the same city, probably competing for some of the same clients are sitting down and helping each other. I found that that is not lost on me. I've been with yeah. league for, I believe four and a half years. I always say five. That's not true. It's four and a half. And I was like, that is still mind blowing to me that we, that some of the top, top producers, we had people in there that have literally had their license for a month and people that had, had it for 15 years. And everyone one was in there trying to help each other and share ideas. And I was just like, this is outrageous in the best way possible. Yeah. This does not happen at other places. That was my two cents. That's so cool. Heather, oh, you're on. Sorry. Awesome. Yeah. I don't think this was on the official list that we gave. <laughs> I know this is great. <laughs> but I want, before we left, cause we are running out a little bit out of time. Cause this, I feel like everyone could be a two parter. Like, two parter. Stay because for this two is hours. something I genuinely like just, it's, it's hard for me. And I'm curious as to how you handle just the idea of bad news, whether, cause we have done a deal. To, we finally closed one, but there's been one, I know at least where we had, we backed out. So whether you have to give the bad news to the agent, they're backing out, whether you have to give the bad news to the buyer because they lost out on multiple offers, whether you have to give the bad news to a seller, like they're going to back out. Um, just number one, what's the best form? Text, email, call, sit down. Number two, how do you go about it with not saying, I'm sorry, I'm sorry this happened, this was my fault, because that's where my brain right. tends to go, because ultimately, I would argue, it's not your fault, Jeff, but how do you go about that situation where you're like, this is bad news, this did happen, nothing we can do about it, nothing we could have done about it, like, mm -hmm. and you know they're going to be upset. And how do you not get upset too? And how do you show the compassion and empathy, but also keep your realtor business hat on to get to the it, next Because it point? is part of our business. Mm -hmm. Like it's going to That's the to hard happen. part. And yeah. a lot of times they're your friends. Are there people that you know outside of just this real estate transaction? Yeah. So then you do have to switch to kind of like, okay, I know we're, we're friends, but this is, you've hired me to help you sell your house. And, ugh, and I don't here's know. Here's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so I do mean, you call I do them? it just like, oh, Yeah. I call them. Yeah. I mean, I do just like you said. I mean, I think just, I think pushing yourself to be like, let's just, let's get it. I do have a policy. Um, like it's, it's kind Ooh, of an all like things, but I, know, I don't do bad news at night. <gasps> I just kind of, and so if I get, if I get a termination and it's eight o'clock, it's a morning thing. Like I just, write that down. I'll be no, after six or six 30. I'm just like, people don't, it's like people there are, I don't know. I just, I love it's that. Like there's no, too I much. do too. There's too much. I mean, unless you just have to, I yeah. do, but it's the same in family stuff, parenting. Like I'm just like, bad news at night. Everybody's at a better place emotionally. <gasps> no, it's so day. true. Like when you've slept, you know, when you've got a good night's rest and you wake up, like everything looks different in the morning. And I, I love that though, because I often feel, and Heather, you and I are the same way. We get a piece of information. And although we try to be, you know, a calculated, again, strategic human being and real estate agent, we're also like, oh my God, I got to tell him right now. Cause I feel like I'm, I'm withholding if mm -hmm. not. Right. But I think having a supporting thought, like you just shared, like it's not going to change tonight mm -hmm. and it's going to be the same in the morning and we're going to have, 
a different head in the morning. That's brilliant. Well, and sometimes yeah. you two know this so well. Sometimes the facts totally change by morning. Oh, oh my God. You know? Okay, so we changed our mind. We actually do want that. You know, How many like, times? <laughs> How many so, times? There yes. was literally a time Heather and I sat down to record a podcast and you shared with me facts about something. You had just got off the phone yeah. you, and it was not good news. And yeah. I swear on yes. everything good and right, by the end of the podcast, she gets a text that's like, just kidding, we got it done. Yes. And we were like, I, for the love of, like if you just breathe for a second. Yeah. So it's, I love that. I do love that too. I love that. Okay. okay. Fantastic. Any other tips, any other parting tips for us? Parting Jeff? tips. No. Yes. Just keep, do, what would Jeff do? That's yeah. <laughs> well, just like you exposed my poor rhythms of social media. Um, I don't think I could probably do a podcast cause I'd be like, yeah, I'll be back in six weeks or like, I probably wouldn't show up. <laughs> Caitlin, people really irritated. Um, but y'all, I'm just so proud. And you guys, you oh. both light up rooms when you walk in. You both have such a magnetic oh, presence about an you. Angel. Your league, I am. We are super grateful and honored to have you guys here. And we don't take so that lightly sweet. that you that you choose to work with us. Well, so. we've told you you're going to have to drag us out kicking and screaming because we're never leaving. Yes. So We're not dragging anybody That's anywhere. So. <laughs> we've come a long way, Jeff, from me Googling who you were in my car. <laughs> And who your phone number was to us having coffee and then me joining league. Um, that yes, is. that is. Yeah. And I've, I've already, I've already shared the story and I think you probably maybe remember it. We did one deal together. Mm-hmm. I was so impressed. I mean, it was a smooth transaction it too. Smooth, it actually, yeah. nothing were, went I wrong. I was very impressed. Oh, thank you. But you answered your phone when I called you the next round, which was in fact to inquire about joining league. And the fact that you answered your phone, yeah. I still can't get over it. I'm like, I'm sure I texted him. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, it's okay. If, it's, if it doesn't work out, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been emotionally abused. Yes, no, yes, totally yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I had some I trauma. Trauma. Um, but those actions, I, I want you to know. And again, we're not here to totally embarrass you, but I want you to know that literally, I think what you do on a day to day basis might just feel like that to you. Like you're literally just getting up and doing your job and being who you are. But it's making such an impact on everybody around you, yes. and it is like it is. I think wh- why I'm where I'm at today, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I just again not to totally just embarrass the crap out of you on this, but. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you you for everything you do for us. Okay. So um, like we say every time, will you come back? Did you? Yes. Are, did you, you guys hate really this? want people repeating? I mean, <laughs> yes. maybe. Yes. I, I will mean, come back if you ask me. If you have another I mean, story I, I like that one you brought. <laughs> no, don't have another traumatic experience. No, but no, if no, I no. do, I'll call you and be like, okay, I need a process. I need some closure. That's <laughs> all this is for. Was it yes. one giant therapy I session? Learned, yeah, I learned a lot. Oh my God, that I'm story excited. is going to haunt my dreams. Okay, Jeff, cannot thank you enough. Yes, you are an you. angel sent down from heaven. Thank you for being here and for giving us an hour out of your day. Yeah. And every time y'all have said ministry, all I think is ministry of magic from Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> is that where, like, what's wrong with me? Anyway, I'm like. I think between me being as sacrilegious as I am about multiple yeah. things and you assuming ministry is Hogwarts, Jeff's never coming <laughs> He's back. Never coming back. <laughs> He's actually going to invite us to church after this. Yes, we're all going to church. (laughs) Oh my God. All right, Jeff, thank you. Heather, I love you. Listener, thank you as always for being here. We'll see you next week. Bye. Always be closing. Hello, I live here. Always be closing. I've never been to your apartment. So real. What else do we need?